Welcome to a series of netcasts brought to you by Yale University. Welcome to Yale University Healthcasts, brought to you by Yale Health. The future of care is here. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Yale Healthcasts. I'm Dr. Adam Smith, your host, and joining me in the studio today is Dr. Lori Bridger, internal medicine physician at Yale Health. Welcome, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So we conduct these netcasts from time to time and address various issues that are of importance to our members and now listeners. Today is uh, allergy, well, we're in the middle of allergy season, so today's topic is going to be focused on seasonal allergies and symptoms that go along with that. Specifically, according to the sheet that I have in front of me, is rhinitis and conjunctivitis. That's a lot of itises. Mm-hmm. Can you just break those down for us in simpler terms so that sure. we can, uh, we'll start the conversation from there? Sure. So just to start with seasonal means the kind of allergies that get worse in the spring or in the fall, um, though some people tend to have those kinds of symptoms year-round, and really the treatment is the same. Rhinitis means the itchy, drippy nose, stuffy nose part of the allergies, and conjunctivitis is the red, itchy eye part of the allergies. So a lot of people, I imagine, come in with either congestion or runny eyes, and they're not quite sure if they've got a cold or the flu, or if this is seasonal allergies. I'm not quite sure how someone might tease that out before they come to you, and whether there are things that they should think about before making an appointment with their doctor. Well, one thing is just your own history. If you tend to have allergies at that time of year in the past, then most likely this is due to allergies. But in terms of how you're feeling right at the moment, the most important things are whether you feel sick Um, People with allergies don't tend to have body aches. They don't have fever. They don't generally feel ill. They just have the symptoms of the runny nose and the itchy eyes. People with a cold usually start to feel aches, feverish, a lot of other symptoms along with it. Excellent information to have in our back pockets. Now, I know that not all of our listeners have televisions, but there's a lot of direct-to-consumer advertising for medications such as Claritin and antihistamines versus decongestants. Can you talk a little bit about the difference between an antihistamine versus a decongestant and when you might want to use both together or none at all? Mm -hmm. So uh, antihistamines are specifically directed against allergies and against the allergens that are in the air and affecting you. And what one thing that I do recommend is for patients who know that they are going to get allergies, that they get it on a regular basis, is to start those antihistamines before the allergy season begins so that you stop those allergy symptoms before they even begin. And you really can prevent those allergy symptoms from coming on. A decongestant is just something that opens up your nasal passages. And that can be used when you, whether you have a cold or you have allergies. It just relieves the congestion in your nose. It's not as effective for the allergy symptoms, and it, they do tend to have more side effects. They can give people palpitations mm-hmm. and other. They can keep you awake at night. So for my patients with really seasonal allergies, I recommend sticking as much as possible to the antihistamines. So just to recap, antihistamines are aimed at prevention, mm-hmm. and the decongestant is there to manage the symptoms that may not be completely managed by the preventive efforts of the antihistamine. True. A lot of our members are also interested in non-pharmaceutical approaches, such as neti pots. Mm-hmm. I know that I get that question from time to time. Mm-hmm. Can you speak a little to the efficacy and safety of 
uh, the neti pot treatments? Sure, sure. But let me just back up a little bit in terms of prevention, because there are things that you can do in your environment to decrease the amount of contact that you have with allergens. And some of those things are things that you do at that time of year, like keeping the windows closed as much as possible. Mm -hmm. And if you've been outside gardening or in trees, taking a shower when you come back so that those allergens don't have contact with your skin and your hair, trying to keep those allergens from entering your home as much as possible. And if you're going to be outdoors, try and be outdoors on a day when there's not as much sun around and when it's less windy on a calm day so that those pollens aren't being blown onto your person. And to avoid the activities that maybe it's obvious, but mowing the lawn, mulching leaves, those things really put up the allergens. So you can get your housemate to do that instead of you if they don't suffer (laughs) from the allergies. But in terms of the uh, neti pot, a neti pot is a device that it's a small, I don't know if you'd really call it a device, but it's a small plastic pot that you put water into and you can rinse your nasal sinuses with it. And it is a very safe treatment and it's very effective because it rinses those allergens out of your nasal passages. Some people find it a little awkward to use, so an alternative is to use just a plain nasal saline uh, spray that can do the same job. Great. And I want to come back to the old adage of no pain, no gain in the context of prevention of allergies. Allergy shots have been around for a long time. I myself am a recipient of allergy shots and have been so for about five years. What's your experience and what have your patients' experiences been uh, with allergy shots as a preventive measure for seasonal allergies? I would say that I reserve allergy shots for shots for patients who have not responded for these other types of preventative measures that we've discussed. So mm-hmm. people who are really feeling debilitated by the allergy symptoms and so want to go that route of what's really a big commitment to going weekly or every other week to get these shots. So I do tend to reserve that for patients who have not responded to other symptom other remedies and patients with asthma whose breathing is starting to be affected by their allergies. Okay, excellent. I think that will wrap it up for today's session on seasonal allergic rhinitis and conjunctivitis. And um, if you have other questions, you can feel free to reach us at our main number at Yale Health and Internal Medicine, which is area code 203-432-0038. This has been a Yale University HealthCast, sponsored by Yale Health and the Office of Public Affairs. For more information on this and other health topics, visit our website, yalehealth.yale.edu.